Okay, hello again, everybody. So uh, we're back for another review. I'm here with Alyssa again. Hi. Yeah, so it's been a little bit since we've uh, had a review together. You know, I know. I missed you. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> I'm definitely uh, looking forward to doing another review with you. Um, and so, you know, I was just thinking of like, what would be a good movie for us to talk about? And I thought Promising Young Woman would be a good movie yes. to talk about. Yes. There's a lot to talk about with this, I think. I loved it, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's it's really good. Um, and yeah, there's 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 some interesting. Just to give you a preview, so like uh, I heard this story, and actually Carrie Mulligan sort of uh, basically said it was true that there was a screen. They did basically a test screening, but it was like you know just it was like probably a small thing because it was like during COVID, mm -hmm. and there was like some some people, and then some like you know critics, and then some people at the studio, and they said that there was something that happened at the end of this movie, and then people got into a fight in the theater over the ending. <laughs> I can see that. Can I mention one thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. This was extremely triggering for me. Um, I love the movie, by the way, like I said. But I've had similar experiences, not the same experiences, similar. And watching it really brought those to my the forefront of my mind. So I just have to give that out to people. If you had similar experiences with sexual harassment, assault, etc., maybe avoid this because it could be triggering um i loved it but again it brought back a lot of memories i didn't want to feel again so just have that out there yeah yeah this movie does not hold back in the way that it deals with sexual assault and yeah sort of stuff like that and the culture surrounding how we deal with and treat people that have had that experience um yeah so it's it's definitely a kind of movie that Get some strong reactions. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. So let's just sort of, so what we're going to do is we'll kind of talk about sort of half of the film where there's not, you know, too big of a spoilers yeah. to go through. And then we're going to talk about uh, like basically the ending and the second half of the film and a spoiler. And we'll just let you know, hey, yeah. if you want to know, just, uh, you know, watch the movie, come back and see the second half. Cool. All right. So yeah, let's just talk a little bit about the plot. So this film, it opens up, uh, they're like these three guys at a club and they're talking and it's they like Adrian Brody, who is yeah. always a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's Adam Brody and like these two other guys and right off the bat, like the guys are like, okay. So they, they set this up where basically the two guys are pretty douchey, but they make yeah. Adam Brody out yeah. to be like the good guy. Right. Um, cause like the two other guys are like talking about like something to do with like some woman at work or something. And they're kind of putting her down in a weird he's not way. not really having anything to do with it. He was just kind of standing there. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so, but then they notice Cassandra, uh, who's like the protagonist of this movie, and she's, she looks and she, she's like super drunk basically. Yeah. Like, you know, she's acting just... like it. She's slumping over. Yeah. You see up her skirt and they're like, Hey, I can't remember his name in the film, but Adam Brody. They're like, hey, go talk to her. She's really hot. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like, oh, yeah. Basically, sort of, you know, it's like an easy, easy, easy score yeah. kind of deal. Um, yeah. And she's like, by the way, she's also by herself. Uh, Cassandra's mm -hmm. totally by herself. And she's like, totally, yeah, she's like wasted, basically, is how she looks. Um, so then, yeah, Adam Brody goes over there. It's like, hey, are you okay? And she's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. I lost my phone. Um, and he's like, okay, how are you going to get home? Oh, I'm just going to call a cab. And it's like, uh, can't really call a cab if you don't have a phone. Uh, and then he offers to take her home. Okay, so then they're in the cab, and they're kind of talking. And she, again, she looks really drunk. She's, like, hanging her head out the window. 
Um, and then he's like, oh, why don't we just go to my apartment? And she's like, okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then he's like, yeah, yeah. And this was kind of funny too, because he's like, because they're basically an Uber, right? And he's mm -hmm. like, oh, go to this other address instead. He's like, oh, you have to put it in the app. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's all it's all kind of interesting and funny. Cause like, you know, again, we're like, okay, where is this kind of going, right? Like who, what, whose story is this? Um, and so then he takes her home and he's like, oh, well, let's have a drink, blah, blah, blah. And then he kind of just starts kind of taking advantage of her. He's like kissing her and stuff mm -hmm. and like taking her on the bed. And she's just like, what are you, what are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? And she kind of yeah. stops him. Which he doesn't hear her at first, and she she sits up and she's like, "What are you doing?" And he looks and he's like, "What? You're not drunk?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're not drunk. Um, and then that's basically then it kind of cuts from there. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So what you what what was your whole feeling about this opening scene? What what kind of things did it did it take you through basically? Okay, so I had seen the leak that came out months ago, and I was hoping it wasn't actually true, and it was. So that kind of dampened my experience a little bit. So I kind of knew what was going to happen. So I can't like be like, oh, I'm so surprised, because I did see the leak. So, yeah, I'm not a good judge of that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I thought, I thought this was really uh, basically the setup. And then in the next scene, we basically we see that she has a notebook. Mm -hmm. where she has like a list of names, but also she kind of is keeping count. And so she's basically keeping count of like these types of encounters where she sort of, uh, I guess there's a turnabout <laughs> is a way to put it with these, yeah. these, these people who think they're going to get an easy, easy sexual encounter. Um, and there's I mean, so many, right. I mean, what yeah. was it like a hundred close to a hundred? It was like five pages worth of, just marks and then she's on her sixth page just like marking yeah so yeah from the jump it's it's like i spent and what i really like about this movie too uh is like the casting is really good mm -hmm. they they do she did a lot of really good casting like choosing like you said a adam brody like the the good guy you know wasn't he the, he was in the oc right yeah he was in the oc you seth <laughs> yeah the oc like this this like the nerdy pretty boy who's like very nice N unassuming right it's all these yeah. unassuming and we'll, we'll see another great great casting choice of like one of these guys but they all of them is just like the these unassuming people you know it's like yeah. oh well that person couldn't possibly do x yeah all their previous roles everyone she cast were like super nice guys super nerdy you never would have thought they were being the villain role, and they are. Yeah, because it makes it more, I think it, it kind of helps it hit the sort of thematic thing with this story, which is like, again, it's it's all coming back to the stuff about, you know, dealing with dealing with like the sexual assault and stuff like that. Um, because, yeah. you know, basically it's like presenting, hey, you look at the Adam Brody person or whatever, and it's be like, oh, well, this person could never do that. And it's like, it happens, totally yeah, happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then, you know, continuing on. So we see Cassandra and uh, it's like the next day and she's like walking home and she's like being catcalled by some construction, construction. workers. Yeah. And she kind of gives them the, the, the death stare. <laughs> well, she does have a defining feature about her that they don't capture, which probably will say for the spoiler part. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then we see that she lives at home with her parents and she's uh, she yeah. works as a barista. Which her parents are Clancy Brown and Jennifer Coolidge, which yeah. is kind of really awesome to see. Yeah, that's really awesome. Again, like the <laughs> casting is like 
perfect in this film. Like every character is like really well cast. They, they like, she are, just, yeah. You know, just chose like got all the best people you know I could think of, especially for like what she's trying to go for. Um, but yeah, like the, those the parents is like perfect casting, really fun. Um, and then we see her at work, and then uh, so this guy Ryan Cooper, who's played by Bo Burnham, who he's a comedian, right? I love Bo Burnham. Yes. Yeah, his latest, well, his last special, he hasn't made one in about four years. Make Happy, one of my favorites. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we see him. She come. He comes into her her job. Uh, he recognizes her from school. Yeah. And he, you know, he kind of says something and kind of implies that she's on kind of underachieving. And then we get some kind of jokey rom commy meet cute stuff where, you know, she's kind of like, whatever. He's like, Oh, I'm sorry. You can spit in my coffee. And she literally spits in his yeah, coffee. Yeah. And then he drinks it. <laughs> he drinks it. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, can you be like, give me your number? And she's like, okay. And she gives him a number. Um, and so then, so then the next scene now this, this, I thought I really like this, this next scene. So, uh, she's on a date like one of these like fake you yeah. know in dates where she like gets a guy who's like trying to you know basically get yeah, an easy score super drunk and all that yeah yeah and it's the guy from super bad like it's mclovin yeah, mclovin it's mclovin it's, Mc... it's mclovin <laughs> from super bad yeah. <laughs> i thought that was perfect and he's like he's he's totally like crazy cokehead mm -hmm. Um, and the other thing I love too, is he goes on this weird, like really weird, like condescending kind of male diatribe, like, oh, you know, like, why do you wear makeup? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, females <laughs> look better without makeup. Like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I can see how someone who's drunk or high would say something like that and think that yeah. it's like a positive thing. But yeah. That, Which I mean, no. if, if he was sober and he's like, you look, if females look better without makeup, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, femininity, but, like, he's, he's totally out of his mind on coke and alcohol, so. Yeah, he's, he's, like, he, and then there's, like, a funny thing, too, where he, like, tries to get her to do the coke, or whatever. He's like, no, no, and he sticks his finger in her mouth and, like, rubs it on her gums, and yeah. I'm like, no! <laughs> this scene was so good. This scene was ridiculous. Yeah. And then, but then she, like, turns on him, right? Yeah. She's like, I need to go home. And he's like, oh my God, you're not drunk? <laughs> and and then she's just like, you know, um, yeah, like, why are you trying to, basically, like, why are you trying to take advantage of me? He's like, me? I I'm a nice guy. We have a connection. And then she's like, oh, really? Like, uh, uh, what do I do for a living? How old am I? Yeah. What are my hobbies? Okay, what's my name? And he obviously has no idea. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, and so then, you know, basically she's like, don't do this again. You know, she's almost like, you know, one of these, these, uh, like characters that want revenge after, you know, then they, they, they become, a um, I'm trying to like a vigilante. She's just like a yeah. getting vigilante justice big time. Yeah. I love this scene. Uh, yeah. Though, like, what did you think of, like, was this something that really kind of stood out to you? It was, I was kind of grossed out, but the fact that he just stuck his finger in your mouth, I'm like, it's COVID. Why are yeah. you sticking your finger in someone else's mouth? Which obviously in the movie it's not, but in my head it was like, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was it was something that you know it resonated with me with uh guys just feeling like they can kind of with a girl that's not fully aware she's maybe innocent, just kind of like taking their way with her. Yeah, yeah, totally. And and like I was saying before, 
such a good setup because you look at this guy and you think, right? Like we look at him and we think, okay, this is just like yeah, the most, McLovin. So yeah, the most yeah, you just you don't think of this person as like a threatening kind of person, but like you know, <laughs> like like easily like those types of people do these types of things too. I feel yeah. like that's totally what the movie's trying to get across. Um, and then later in the scene, basically she says to him, you know, every week I go to a club, I act like I'm drunk, and then some nice guy. Like you tries to come over and see someone okay, and then basically tries to take advantage of me. Yeah. Right. And she's just like, "Don't do it again, or else." And then she's she's gone. Um, and then the next uh, a couple uh, later on, we see uh, Ryan comes into her work again, and he, you know it's basically this whole thing like she he gave her a fake number, and he was like, "Oh, I, I ended up calling like uh, yeah. like a like a construction worker or something." <laughs> Yeah, she's like rattled off a random number from her mind and he called it. Yeah. Um, and then, um, she, so basically they agree to go on a date. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then they go on the date and then they're kind of talking about, because they, okay, so they both, I think this is the scene where we learn more about the fact that they both went to med school Yeah. together and they both kind of knew all these people in the same kind of circle pretty much. And that he kind of still hangs out with some of those people. And we we know that something kind of happened in her past. I don't think at this point we totally know exactly what it is. But we do know there was this girl, Nina, that she knew that something happened to her. And that's motivating her to do what she's doing now. Yeah. And we're kind of picking up a little bit of the pieces of that. Um, and then, so then they have this kind of, like, they get to the end of the date and then... Um, they get to Ryan's house. Yeah. And he's like, uh, I didn't expect we'd get to my apartment. Do you want to come up? And she's like, no. And she just calls a cab. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's an interesting interaction that they have. Um, and they kind of go the separate ways. Um, and then she said, it kind of feels like she's kind of mad at herself. Is how it kind of came off to me. Like yeah. she, you know, cause again, she's like put up this whole defense, right? And she got let down with him, and then he let he leads her to his apartment. She didn't expect it, and then she's like, "Oh, he's just like," which he didn't force her to come up with him or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But she's kind of like, "Oh, he just led me to his apartment." Yeah, yeah. Um. So I guess at this point, so what did you? How did you feel about their relationship? Like, did you? What What were your thoughts? I'm a big fan of Bo Burnham, so I was like, okay, perfect choice for like a sweet like love interest. And then when that happened, I'm like, he handled it very well because he said, this is my apartment. And then when she was like, I don't feel comfortable, he's like, okay, you can call a cab. He didn't force her to go up or anything like that. So I felt like he was a really good guy. He respected her boundaries. And obviously she had let her guard down because she's usually very on top of this. But she didn't, you know, act out against him or anything. She knew, obviously, that he wasn't like the other guys that she came across because she didn't try anything on him. Um, so she obviously knows that he's a good guy. Just, she wasn't expecting that to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, that was a very interesting sort of scene because again, it was like, she's put up this really strong defense almost against like the whole world, you know, because she's, she's like sort of singularly focused. And this is again, something we're going to kind of see more of. She's constantly trying to get revenge. Like, she that's all she wants and the only thing she's kind of doing in the meantime is kind of finding these guys who like are like you know 
into like finding women that are, you know, in these, these vulnerable positions and then kind mm -hmm. of smashing them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, but that, that's like all she does. She doesn't have any other kind of real romantic relationship. She's kind of put a shield up. Um, and, you know, again, we get these other scenes with their parents and you can tell the parents are kind of like, 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 I think before their date, like it was like her birthday and they gave, yeah, they gave her, her gift. which was some luggage. It's like something to carry. Yeah, luggage with. some pink luggage. And, and, and then, you know, the next day she's like, yeah, I, I think I got the idea pretty well. You want me to leave? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, she's. She's kind of been putting up this front, but like with him, it's kind of fading, but it's not really. She's still defensive. So yeah, I found that interesting that, you know, cause like that was, that's one of the big kind of questions I think that this movie's trying to like, it, the narrative is trying to like make us think like, is it going to actually work out? Right? Yeah. Which one oh. thing I love about this movie is the whole movie is like the soundtrack is very poppy. It is very bright and colorful. It's, it's a very happy soundtrack for what's, for a movie that's not super happy. Yeah. But it makes you think that it's different, which I think is really in theme with the movie. It gives you a different impression than what it actually is. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, it's really interesting. Yeah. It's, it's like, cause it's like, this movie has to deal with like some very kind of, you know, heavy stuff. Um, but yeah, it does it in a very kind of poppy. <laughs> Colorful way. Uh, yeah. yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, so then in the next scene, we see Cassie, she has a meeting. She's, she basically finds this person who used to go to her school, Madison, on like basically, it, it looks like Facebook, but it's it's like super generic or whatever. Um, and so, and, and then we see Madison, who's played by Alison Brie, and um, they have a, a lunch together. And so, but Cassie, like, she does this thing where she basically... It, it, like it's the massive char character is someone who likes to get drunk or whatever. Yeah, much. and she switches her drink. She like pours ginger ale in her glass, and she pours the white wine in Madison's glass, and Madison just drinks glass after glass, and uh, Cassie's just drinking ginger ale. Yeah, so she gets her drunk at lunch like really yeah. quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then she kind of Cassie kind of drops his bomb on her, confronts her about you know why she dropped out of school. And it has to do with basically there's some event that happened where her friend Nina, um, like got basically sexually assaulted at mm -hmm. this med school by a group of guys, or like, or at least it was like a guy. And then there was a bunch of other guys who saw it. Yeah. There's one guy in particular that she's really focusing in on. Yeah. This guy, Al Monroe or something like mm -hmm. that. That's his name. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, she's trying to get to him. She's just trying to find a way to get to him. Basically, that's that's her that's her goal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> get revenge on him for what he did to Nina, um, and find whatever way she can. Uh, and so in this scene, like Madison says, you know, oh well, you know, it was just hearsay, blah blah blah, this and that, and like you know, don't get blackout drunk all the time. So basically, she's like blaming the victim. Yeah. Another thing that we see come up right in this mm -hmm. is a lot of that. Um, and then she she has this great line, Cassie, before she like leaves it's like oh it's great seeing you you haven't changed at all <laughs> and um and then but then so she had a plan here right mm -hmm. she uh sets up this thing i it's a little i'm a little unsure exactly what happened but like basically there's this guy that she doesn't know who has like a hotel key and it makes it she makes it seem like the cast like that madison and the guy and the guy like spent the night together and she gets so drunk she doesn't remember what happened yeah 
So she's sort of questioning whether or not she slept with this guy. And she's mm-hmm. like married and has kids, has twins. So that messes her up. <laughs> it messes her up really bad. Yeah. So, yeah, what do you think about like these interactions and like the more we're learning about uh, Cassie through these scenes? I think it's really interesting and it really does show how people view these kind of things because people always say, oh, if this happened to someone, I'd be so supportive. I believe them. But when it actually happens, they're like, are you sure? What were you wearing? Why did you drink? Yeah. They're like, are you sure he was such a nice guy? So they don't actually believe people that say this, even though they say they will. So this movie really does show how that happens. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was especially like the the victim blaming stuff, because that's super common. That's super common, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so I, I think now is a good point for us to sort of transition to the spoilery yeah. Spoiler. portion. So just letting you know, spoilers, we're going to talk about more in-depth stuff and get really into the ending. Um, yeah, so... The next thing that happens is Cassie sets up this sort of happenstance meeting with uh, this girl mm-hmm. uh, where she kind of, it's some elaborate kind of stuff, basically has to do with like the girl thinks that Cassie is doing something with this band, this boy band that the yeah. girl likes. I think it's, they're calling it <clears throat> Wet Dreams or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty on the nose. But yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's, 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 that's some good stuff. Um, so while she's doing that, she does, so we see that, and then she meets up with the dean of her school. And then she's like, she kind of just drops the bomb on her and is like, um, you know, something happened while I was at school with my friend Nina, and she was raped by this guy, Al Monroe, in front of a group of guys and was too drunk to remember exactly what happened, but no one believed her. You didn't believe her, and you didn't do anything about it. And then <clears throat> the dean uh she's like oh well i have to give him the benefit of the doubt blah 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 this and that um and it's just like you know again it's just another person who's like oh well i can't you know i can't do anything it's it's just hearsay blah 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 i couldn't and then she again she even says like oh i couldn't ruin his life yeah i couldn't ruin his reputation and she is played by connie Britton, who is very well known for being the wife in friday night lights very she was very sweet and very supportive and in this movie she plays a Completely different character. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. She's again more great casting, like mm-hmm. another great and Alison Brie right before. It was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, and then Cassie's like, okay, well, yeah, I totally understand. Like, <laughs> by the <laughs> way, your da- your daughter, uh, I left her with those guys at a fraternity from, house. Yeah, at a fraternity, <laughs> and she's like, what? Um, and then like the dean calls the phone, her phone, her daughter's phone number, and. Cassie has the phone mm-hmm. and she's like, Oh, I, I'm sure she'll be fine. You know, they're good. They're good. Good. They're good yeah, guys. Right. Like you trust, you trusted Al Monroe. So, I mean, these guys should be trustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so basically Dean, the Dean like capitulates is like, okay, I'm sorry. You're right. And then she like tells her where her daughter is uh, like, yeah. Oh yeah. Your daughter's at a diner waiting for a boy band to show up. You should probably go pick her up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So again, she, she like, she's figuring out all the people who, and basically, we we come to understand that her her friend like committed suicide or something like yeah, that it's because sad. of what happened. Yeah, 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 because like no one believed her and it just really messed her up. Um, and so there's a li- there's a list of people, right? Al Monroe, the dean, all these people. We're gonna see you later uh, in the next scene. She meets with this lawyer, 
who's 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 like I guess basically the lawyer who defended Al Moreau and maybe yeah. some other. It's it seems it's basically implied implied that he this is what he do, he did in his law practice was deal with these types of accusation cases and then you know he talks about digging up dirt on people and like searching through their Facebook pages and finding stuff and then you know basically getting off getting off people that do these types of sexual assaults um yeah and then but and then in that scene so he like asked for forgiveness from her the lawyer who's played by alfred molina another great yeah. choice <laughs> um very kind of manic the way that he acts too in this scene like he yeah it was just there was something kind of kind of out there about his character i felt i just kept thinking there's doc ock <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's been, a, like, he was also in um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. He's just like that guy. He I don't know some... why. I just, all, I just automatically went to Doc Ock, and I'm like, there yeah. he is. <laughs> no, his, his Doc Ock was pretty sweet. Um, and apparently he'll be back. Yeah. I, maybe, or something. If, it, if, if the rumors are true, we'll see how many of them are true. Maybe some of them. <clears throat> um, yeah, so Doc Ock uh, begs for forgiveness, and she... Give, she forgives him pretty much. Yeah. Um, so then we've seen that Cassie and Ryan, their relationship is kind of getting increasing. And, you know, by the way, we should sort of uh, point out that he, um, he's, was it like a pediatrician, right? He was, yeah. yeah That's what he did. He's, he's a pediatrician. So he, he has become a doctor, right? And he's, um, he's asking her, like, why didn't you finish med school? And you could have had a really great career. And she kind of just hedges around the answer. Yeah, she doesn't really um, talk about it. Because mm -hmm. the answer is, like, the stuff with Nina ruined her life. Her life, too. As well as what happened to Nina, where she, like, you know, died or committed suicide or whatever. Um, yeah, because there's also this other scene where, like, Cassie is, you know, just doing her thing. And it's another one of the guys that we saw from the first scene. Mm -hmm. And so that guy picked her up and then Ryan sees her at the bar with this guy. And then it's this kind of awkward situation. And then again, the guy's like, wait, you're not drunk. Uh, and she, yeah. And she's just like, no, I'm not drunk. And you're, he's like this guy, he's like wearing a fedora and some shit. Like you're wearing a fedora. Um, you, uh, you're just wearing your fedora. Just get away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then she also she also says like, yeah, you, you're not like it's not like you can you know get anyone uh, in the daytime like like no. like like you can only score at night basically is what she says to him, and like um and and he's like because he's like hey you're that crazy guy that that crazy chick that Jerry went out with is like oh I'm crazy like no like you wear a fedora my friend <laughs> yeah um but then like the the two of them kind of make up and then because like you know again she's like kind of easing up to him. And then he, she like takes him over to her house and like has dinner with her parents. And there's this whole thing. It's a cute little interaction. And so, yeah, I mean, we're trying, we're thinking like, oh, is it possible that she can, you know, have a positive relationship finally? Yeah. Um, but then, so then we have this next, this, there's a scene where, uh, so Madison is like gone crazy thinking that she slept with this guy. And so then she's like, stalking Cassie and just like shows up at her house basically yeah. <laughs> like literally just like oh my god where are you I need to talk to you I need to talk to you because she's like oh like did anything happen with that guy it was like no nothing happened with at all I just set you up um and, but then Madison admits to her that there's a tape of that thing that happened to Nina mm -hmm. and then she shows it to to Cassie 
and then Cassie watches it, and then we hear that Ryan was there. <laughs> yeah. You we like hear his voice on the tape, and then it's like, oh shit, oh shit, and it's this like kind of again it reconfirms her whole kind of worldview about all this stuff, mm-hmm. right? And then she's like, she's back to I have to get revenge on all these people, f f all of them. So yeah, what did you think about like so? Was this something that you had already kind of known before? Was gonna happen? I didn't know this part. No, um, that took me by surprise because I'm like, oh, Ryan was there. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Oh. I was. I I really liked it. I wasn't super surprised because, like, to me, I felt like thematically the movie was always kind of heading in this direction with what yeah, it was I trying to get seen at. That, but I was just like, he seems like such a nice guy, which is probably yeah. what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. It's make you think he's just such a nice guy that he couldn't do anything like that. And then it happens. Yeah, exactly. Like that's, that's the whole setup of this yeah. film. And I think it does it really well. Right. Because like, it's totally believable. You don't think like, right. They do all this stuff. He's a, he works with children. He's really nice. He's very like, you know, positive and happy, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, like, like every, at every level, right? The Adam Brody character, McLovin, Bo Burdum, it's always these, you know, like they're just showing that even these types of people can do these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then Cassie blackmails Ryan with the video and she's like, okay, I need you to tell me. So the guy, Al Monroe, mm-hmm. is having a bad, is, is getting married. He's going to yeah. have a bachelor party. And she's like, tell me where the bachelor party is going to be. And I won't release this information. And, you know, he does it. This conversation between the two of them was really interesting, too, because then he, like, says this stuff like, oh, like, you know, how, you know, I can't live with this over my head. And, you know, like, are you a perfect person? Like, you know, how can you do this? Right. And it's just like, dude, you you witnessed this person getting raped. You didn't say anything about it. And that person is now dead. Like, again, like this stuff is this stuff is real. Right. There are people who really think that when they yeah. in these situations. Yeah. And it's just. I, th- I think that's like just one of the things that this movie really nails really, really well. That type of type of mentality of how people compartmentalize and kind of how they can just do and say nothing. Yeah. When these things happen. Um, yeah. So now we get to like the, <laughs> the crazy part of this. Movie. Yeah. The part that's very divisive. Yeah. So, and by the way, this, this whole thing is like this, the setup of how they pull this off is really kind of, cheeky and smart right so mm-hmm. she goes to the bachelor party she's dressed up in this like really kind of interesting slutty nurse, nurse outfit yeah she's got this like multicolored wig on yeah it's like red and white and she's got these red high heels and it's just like wow um and so then she goes to this party the guys are all there and then she like feeds them all spiked liquor and then she gets al monroe uh in a room and it's just the two of them and then and the, the, the the stuff that they say to each other is really funny. And she's like, she's like, okay, I need to um, handcuff you to the bedpost. It's like, oh, are you sure? Like, 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 oh yeah, don't worry. Like, it's no, some big deal. He's like, and then he says, like, oh, I'm a gentleman. I would, you know, wouldn't do anything. And, and she says, uh, you might be surprised that sometimes gentlemen are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, oh, what's your name? It's like, oh, my name's Candy. And he's like, no, what's your real name? My name's Nina Fisher. And he's like, mm-hmm. what? freaks him out and and he's like you know you can't be nina fisher and he's like why is that because nina fisher's this person i know who's dead and it's like oh baby it's just a coincidence um and then she just like then he's like oh shit i know who you are you're cassie you're nina's friend mm-hmm. and then she just basically springs her whole thing on him 
and she was like gonna she's like gonna carve her name into his body as revenge. Yeah. And so she's going to do that, and then he like gets one of his arms free, and then he basically grabs her, gets a pillow over her head, and suffocates her to death. And then one of his friends comes in, and he's like, Oh, I see you banged her. And then he comes over and he's like, wait, she doesn't have a pulse. What happened, dude? What'd you do? Yeah. Yeah. So when you actually saw that this did happen, uh, what were your feelings about how it how it plays out when you actually see it? I'd say this is part of the leak. And I I was hoping it wouldn't happen. It did happen. So it was a little, it was spoiled for me. So I can't say I was hugely surprised by it just because I had seen the leak. And I wish I hadn't seen it. Um, I think it would have been a lot more impactful if I hadn't seen the leak. Um, but still, it's a it's a very ballsy move from the director to kill off the main kill character character, <laughs> um, and then just have you know whatever hanging there. Totally, it's super ballsy. My so when I initially saw this scene, I was definitely shocked, and it's shocking the way that it's it's shot too because. They, she doesn't like cut away or anything. We're there no. for like f- what feels like forever, right? It just feels like forever where we're seeing her being suffocated. And my first thought was like, oh, well, it's some kind of, I, I thought that I really basically thought that it was a setup where she was recording what was happening and then she was going to basically get free some way and then show everyone, oh, this guy's a freaking murderer. Uh, and then she like died, died. And I was like, okay, this is definitely not exactly what i expected um i did i did think that there was going to be some way that she was still going to get back at them which but, she did she did have a contingency plan she did yeah yeah but certainly like seeing her get killed and get killed yeah. in that way was like like you said it's it's a strong choice <laughs> it's a very strong choice and not only that but then so then the next scene like you said the the friend comes in he's like oh did you bring her or whatever it's like no dude i had to kill her and it's it's weird, and he says like, "Oh, what is this like the '90s?" It's like, oh. <laughs> so they take her body and they burn it and bury it. Um, yeah, and then the rest of the scenes is like the police get involved. The police meet with the parents. The police meets with Ryan, and Ryan basically lies about it. Uh, and then there's this wedding scene for uh, Al Monroe. Blah blah blah. They're all getting married. Everyone's kind of happy, but a little on edge. And then Ryan gets this text from Cassie. That's like, it's like a scheduled text. Yeah. He's like, and, and it's like, you didn't think it in this way, did you? <laughs> and then like police pull up and it's obvious that she sent a text to them. After, like she had prepared a text before her death in case it happened so that he would still get caught. Yeah. Um, she delivers all this. So we see this, this package with the video delivered to the, the lawyer, Alfred Molina character. Mm-hmm. We see the cops find her body, um, and then we see the cops bust into the wedding, arrest Al, and we know that you know they're all they're all gonna get caught up in this whole thing because they're all they're all a part of the video. Um, and then the last thing we see is text: "Love Cassie and Nina, Winky emoticon." <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So, what were your feelings about the way this film ends? I thought it was really powerful. I thought it was really genius the way that they chose to end it. Um, it did affect me on a very personal level, but I think that was a good thing. Um, it was just, it's a movie that you have to see like to truly believe it and to yeah. 
just get the full grasp of it. Yeah. Um, this is definitely like, I almost feel like this is one of the movies I'd love to have seen in a theater and not Me knowing too. anything. Right. Because like people yeah. like you're going to get a reaction. Like what we're saying, like when this ending, I bet you what the fight was over was people were saying, oh, she didn't die. And then, mm -hmm. and someone else was like, no, she died. And then someone, no, she did not die. And then, right. And then there's a fight. Yeah. Cause yeah, it's really like, it's really pretty shocking seeing her get killed and the way she gets killed. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's, there's been a lot of discussion about the fact that she gets killed in this. Um, so I, I guess a question I would have is like, do you think, do you think that the thematic purpose of the film is served better by her dying in this movie? Honestly, I, I can't answer that right now because I feel like I need to watch it again to fully get a grasp on it. Um, as the film starts, you see after she meets up with Adam Brady's character, she her arm is covered in blood. She's smoking a cigarette. The guys are catcalling her from the construction site, but they don't see the blood on her. Um, so I don't know. Um, obviously, she's killing these guys, even though it's not ever shown. I do think she let she lets uh, McLovin off because she tells him not to do it again. But it it is a very I think it's a movie that is made to prompt discussion. And it's not meant to be easy viewing or easy discussion. Um, I think it's one that is meant to be like, did she actually do this? Is this right that she did this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, for sure. Um, yeah, because I've definitely heard a lot of things where people, like, once they see her get killed, they just kind of, they kind of, that's super traumatic for them, mm -hmm. too, seeing this person you know, who's the protagonist who's trying to, you know, give vigilante justice for this person. See her get killed like that is like really traumatic too. But maybe that's the point, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I, I, I think either way, it's a really good film. It and, is. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's certainly an unforgettable kind of experience yeah. seeing seeing that. I mean, it's, it's a strong choice. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. Uh, so yeah, do you have any other sort of thoughts about the film or anything else you really want want to bring up? Um, like I said before, it is triggering. It, it was triggering for me. So if you had something similar happen to you, be a little wary about watching this. Um, but it is a film that provokes thought. I do recommend it if you're not going to be triggered by it because I did have to pause the movie for a little bit. Um, it's very powerful. And Carrie Mulligan gives amazing performance. The cast is great. Um, Emerald Fiddle has a wonderful career as a director. It's just, it's a lot to take in. It's a lot. Yeah, for sure. It really is. Um, it really is. But yeah, I think this is really a standout because she, yeah, she wrote and directed this film and it's, you know, like it's, it's really good film. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm certainly interested in what else there is to come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but for sure, this feels like one of those films. Like it would be nice to like see it in a theater and see everyone's yeah. reaction. Hear the like the, the 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 deafening silence when she's like being smothered. Like, Which yeah. I know this was a little bit delayed because of everything that's going on, and then it was released on uh, VOD a few weeks after it came out in theaters because they wanted to show it to everyone. I do think it it was a good theater movie, but there's no one in theaters really to watch it. So no, there's not. Yeah, unfortunately, I think the only place it played near me was like a drive-in uh yeah there's like no there's like barely any theaters open yeah, it's sad but yeah yeah so uh yeah i think that just about covers it um that's our review for promising young woman um yeah so Alyssa, do you have anything to plug or anything coming up for you um just check out everything that's listed underneath my picture here um i'm kind of going slow right now just trying to pick up with 
this new year. But if you want to see any updates, follow my Instagram or YouTube down below. And yeah, just talk to me. Let me know you saw me from here and we'll be friends. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Check, check her out. Check out all my other stuff. And uh, yeah, thanks a lot for stopping by, everybody. And uh, take care. Peace out. Bye.